I don't know why this is so scary. <laughs> it's just so uncomfortable. I'm not used to this. But if you are listening and not watching it on YouTube, which I'm currently going to put out, I am recording my episodes for In the Garage with Garage Boy. And this is very uncomfortable. But that's where growth happens. And I'm trying to step out of my comfort zone. So here we are recording myself on a camera. Which I don't like one bit. But like I said, it's for growth. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. And a little bit of my background is my girlfriend, well, my fiance is Jess from Mix 106.5 in Baltimore. And I am known as Garage Boy on that show. And this podcast is basically like my inner thoughts. It's more or less like a journal. I talk about my life and certain situations. And I have been on hiatus for quite some time. And I don't know why this is so uncomfortable. Like, my heart is racing. I don't know if it's the cold brew or... The anxiety with the cold brew. I don't know what it is about a camera and then putting yourself out there. I think it's it it leaves you out there to be vulnerable and for the world to see whether it's good criticism or bad criticism or people who just like want to troll you. It's definitely an uncomfortable thing. Something I am not used to. But the reason for this change I wanted... what The reason for this change that I wanted to do is because... See, I can't even speak correctly because I'm so uncomfortable with this camera looking at me. I, I want to change my life. Like, I, I'm happy, but I'm not fulfilled with what I'm doing career-wise. And this is like a part of the journey that I'm going to take. So I'm, I'm taking a huge risk here. And you can tell how uncomfortable I am by, like, I keep looking away from the camera. And I, I don't look like looking at myself or listening to myself when I'm speaking. Well, a recording. I'm sure a lot of people don't like doing that either because it's you sound different. Because you always you're your worst critic. But I wanted to make this change because my fiance currently had a surgery where there was a fibroid on her uterus and she had to do this procedure because it could be a fertility issue if we don't get that removed that's what they said 
that's what the the gynecologist said when they were doing the uh the ultrasound they saw the they saw the fibroid on the on her uterus and it was it was a scary thought i can't even lie about that cuz the fact that there's a chance that we can't have children was a it's definitely scary because I've always wanted kids and I've always wanted to be a father at one point it excites me and terrifies me but when you find the right person that you want to share that life with and you discuss it and you're on the same page it's it's one of the most beautiful things on this earth that companionship someone to share the journey so I was definitely I was worried but I wasn't at the same time so yesterday she had the procedure and I'm all trying to console her be like everything's gonna be okay don't think negatively of it I know it's unrealistic to not think if what if this goes bad but then also we tend to lean more to that negative side than the positive side so instead of asking what if this goes bad like what if this works out that's what I was trying to let me get comfortable again that's what I was trying to help her with because I know she was freaking out because she was like crying and she was scared because she's never had surgery other than when she got her wisdom teeth pulled out and like all her anxieties were coming out too and I was doing my best to console my fiance and I I can't even lie like I wasn't worried one bit because I knew we were going to be fine that was the mentality that I built because I wanted to be the stable one the one that she can lean on and tell her that everything's going to be okay like we're going to be fine so I take her to the hospital and they do the briefing in the pre-op area and I can tell that she's like freaking out because Jessica does this thing when she's anxious about something she'll she won't stop moving like her fingers or her foot so fellas you should take a cute or take notes on your girlfriend or your wife and study like their behaviors because that will help you that'll definitely help you so anyway so we're at the hospital they're briefing us it's like a 30 minute procedure but then we have to wait a couple hours for like the anesthesia or for her to wake up from the anesthesia and it 
Like, there's like two phases to the recovery. And I, I wouldn't be able to see her until like phase two. So she goes in, the procedure begins. And uh, I was fine. I I don't know if this was like a defense mechanism, but I thought everything was going to be fine. We even said a little prayer before the procedure. And there's one thing I do whenever we go on trips or a, a big event is happening. I normally pray. There's a certain prayer that I always do that I learned from my mother. And first, I always start the prayer off with thanking God for everything that he's given me, whether it's good or bad, like the trials and the tribulations. And it's because I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for whatever he's given me. And then I, all I ask from him is just protection for those who, who I love. And I wanted to stay strong in that moment because I knew she needed me. So I was like, Lord, thank you for this life, another day of life. Thank you for these doctors who were able to find this fibroid leading to this procedure for us to be able to have children and keeping that dream alive. And all I asked God was to give Jessica the strength to be brave during this procedure because I know that she was her emotions were going everywhere and that was like the last thing we did before she went into the operating room so I go into the waiting room and I was a little hungry so I went down to the cafeteria I grabbed a couple of chips because I knew she was going to be like a little hungry when she gets out so I was trying to do as fast as I could because the procedure is only like 30 minutes tops and I don't know if like they were going to be done quickly so I get two bags of chips of water and then I get like a Philadelphia roll they have like these pre-made sushi things which is like beside the fact of the story so I'm, I'm eating the sushi then I go back upstairs then about 15 minutes later the surgeon comes out she's like uh what exactly did she say well I'm not gonna this is just paraphrasing but she comes up to me she says hey Gerald uh everything went well turns out there wasn't even a fibroid on her uterus it's completely healthy And she showed me the pictures. Like, I don't even really know what I was looking at. It was just like a camera view of inside of her vagina. 
where like the uterus is and I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. So it it didn't hit me in that moment. But then I I was like texting everybody like her mom, her grandmother, my dad, my mom, Kramer, who is like the the co-host of the radio show. And I just I just wanted to get the hell out of the hospital cuz I I wanted to get her home. Cuz mostly I was supposed to cook dinner last night. <laughs> I wanted I was going to cook her mashed potatoes and a steak. Just to like celebrate the celebrate the the surgery, like the successful surgery, because I knew she was gonna be really hungry too. But fast forward to this morning, after bringing her home last night, she was like groggy and she was nauseous. And she had like slight pain. Like she was uncomfortable. There was soreness in the vaginal area because of they had to go in through her vagina with the camera and then try to cut the fibroid out. So it it didn't even exist. It wasn't even there. And it didn't hit me till this morning that that I feel like that was God trying to tell me something. And if you don't know, like I, I grew up Catholic. That's that's in my background. That's my foundation. And I was just so grateful in that moment without even really realizing it in that current moment where the surgeon was telling me I didn't realize it until the following day that I wanted to change my life for my like my future kids and it was like a crazy realization like it it made me think about not wanting to live with regret because I haven't really challenged myself to take a huge risk other than moving out here to Baltimore with Jessica and it's it was like I can't really explain it, man. It I want to make a better life for my kids. Because there was there was a moment where what if we what if we couldn't have kids? And that's a scary thought to think about. So when that moment happens, like when I do have my first child, I I don't want to have the financial worry. And I'm sorry.
it's it's tough because I this is like everything that I've ever wanted in a partner without even realizing it and if that one thing was like taking away from us it would have been like difficult not only for her because I know she wants to provide that for me and I know she wants it too it was just a scary thought to think about man And I wanted to make like some sort of declaration to my future wife and my future kids because I don't want them to to struggle like I did or like how my parents did when they had me. Yeah, man, I'm just, I wanted to make a dec- another declaration of, I will be successful, I will, I will make six figures and above, it's, it's scary as fuck saying that because now that I'm gonna post this, I'm going to have to do it like it, it's going to be a, I'm going to have to like hold myself accountable and I'm going to have to have so much discipline and focus and I don't know where this road is going to take me whether I stay on YouTube or I stay podcasting which I plan on doing because I I want to eventually own my my own business one day. That is to be determined though. Because I'm still trying to brainstorm exactly what that's going to be. But this is a good start. I I want to be my own boss. And I want to grow every single day. So... After this episode, I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to challenge myself to do things that make me feel uncomfortable. This is like the first step because I'm looking at a camera. It's recording me. I'm uncomfortable, but I'm getting a little bit more comfortable as I'm going. But yeah. I found my why on why I want to be successful. And uh, I want to thank people who inspire me. Starters like my fiance, Jessica Dutra. She inspires the hell out of me. She's helped me so much. She's helped me grow as a human And as a as a partner, I become less and less selfish because of her. Because I, I want to 
do things for her. And also, I want to thank people like Jordan Peterson. Um, Jordan Peterson is definitely one of the most inspiring people in my life. Who I don't know. And I want to thank all my friends who who push me, man. Hold me accountable. And I also want to thank uh, Patrick Bet David. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but he's like a... He's an entrepreneur. I think he sells like insurance. But his... His YouTube videos and his books have been very inspiring. And I've been wanting to make change in my life. And he's actually a big part of that. So thank you to Patrick Bet David. And yeah, I think that's going to close like this first video. I'm not too sure what podcast episode this is on the actual podcast but this is the first podcast video so yeah if you made it through the entire video thank you and if you want to listen to me talk about my life and my journey to challenging myself stay tuned like subscribe i don't know what my YouTube channel is going to be yet, but I think it's going to be, I'm just going to have it the same as the podcast. So yeah, if I change it, which is something that I've been debating for quite some time, I'll let you know on the next episode. Uh, thanks for watching and listening. If you're listening on Apple music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. So yeah, thank you.